Good morning, Tappers. Good morning, Tappers. <laughs> Happy Friday, TGIF. Congrats, everybody. You made it to another Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's just a never-ending cycle of capitalism, so everyone enjoy. You're doing it to your dad. <laughs> welcome to capitalism. <laughs> Nonetheless, you guys, welcome to Friday. We are so excited to be here. Giving you a little crime on tappy tappy episode, you know, maybe we bring joy to your day every Monday and Fridays, especially Fridays. Mondays, I feel like people wake up and they're in a lull, like, oh, it's Monday. But then they wake up knowing Cot has released an episode. And then on Fridays, they wake up excited because it's, you know, it's Friday. But also there's a Cot episode. So mm-hmm. really, our strategy couldn't be better. And honestly, it's best now because I have been told about the feature where I don't have to get up at 5 a.m. to post. I can schedule <laughs> it. So I'm extra I mean, happy. After 50 plus episodes here, we are just getting the hang of things. We are just, we're learning and growing every day. Right. Thank you, Anchor. Thank you, Anchor. Our, our holy, the holy one, Anchor. <laughs> We're going to start a religion and the the holy one is almighty anchor. Do you think anybody else has talked about anchor as much as we have? <laughs> no. We have over 50 episodes with uh, one ad and that's anchor. And then not only that, but then we also talk about anchor constantly as well. Huh? Just like I mean, as a joke. <laughs> yeah. In our, like in our everyday life. Like I can't mm-hmm. even go and walk down the street without seeing like an anchor sign or something. And I immediately think of our host. For the podcast. <laughs> Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there. Make that <laughs> coin. <laughs> when we talk, it's not even English. I ding. I ding. God. Ooh, we're getting a little slap happy here. Well, this Friday morning. Well, Megan, I have to share some news with everybody here because it's pretty... And I forgot to share it with everybody on Monday, but I had to share some very big news in my own personal life just because I like to share my little journey, you know, with everybody here, everybody. So I got big news. I'm gay. <laughs> oh my God. No, that's not it. You guys knew that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have been validated in my life. So for the past three years, I have been suffering a debilitating allergy. It's been affecting my quality of life for three years now. Ever since we obtained our golden retriever, my life has been in complete shambles. (laughs) Aw, poor Harley's ruining your life. (laughs) But just last week, I was validated with my concerns that I was chronically severely allergic to animals, including dogs and cats. And that was validated last week. I went to the doctor's. I got all the testing done. I should send you guys the pictures. I can post it on our store if you guys want to see my little bumpies, my rashes. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm, I'm in, I am kind of curious. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a journey. I mean, we were there for over, like over two to three hours getting this testing done. I am chronically, severely allergic to dogs, cats, dust mites, and particular, particular, <laughs> particular weeds. So gardening is not going to be a hobby for you. It's out. I mean, indoors, outdoors, I'm fucked. 
basically. That's <laughs> yeah, where you go. <laughs> because they kept asking me, they're like, do you have seasonal? Well, I do have seasonal depression, but do you have seasonal allergies? They're like, do you notice at this certain point in time, do you got to like get all stuffy? And I was like, honestly, doc, like <laughs> the dog causes so many allergies alone. When I step outside, I don't even know if I have an allergy to something outside. How am I supposed to know? And he was kind of grilling me like, how do you not fucking know? Like, you don't know you have outdoor allergies? I'm like, bro, you're the doctor here. Like, I'm telling (laughs) you, like, I am severely, like, I haven't been able to breathe for three years correctly. How am I supposed to go outside and know during the change of seasons if it's the outdoors that's affecting me or if it's the everyday occurrence of the animal living in my house? (laughs) Well, it's like he was, like, trying to catch you out or something. Like, you're trying to get, like, these high-end allergy drugs to sell on the street or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. I mean, but at the end of it, he was like, you were 100% right. But he validated everything. And what I said was accurate because I also mentioned um, at work, I was allergic to dust, like on clothing, dust that's been like sitting around for like 30 years in a garage, uh, which could also be dust mites and could have dog hair on it. And that was validated as well. So currently now where I'm at, I have two daily nasal sprays. I have the two. One's prescribed, one's over the counter. I have to do it two shots in the morning, two squirts at night, and I learned the technique. So if y'all are ever doing your little pumping with the shit up your nose, nasal spray, (laughs) (laughs) Um, people like, like to tip their heads back. You don't do that. You tip your head forward. So literally you do this and then you squirt because then it goes up. Makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. I never knew that. Now I do, but I'm on two doses of nasal sprays. And then I'm also on a basic Zyrtec, just over the counter one to get me my um, antihistamines through my body or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then in April, I'm going to start getting immunity, immunity shots, allergen shots, whatever. And then that can last up three to five years. So it's a journey. You guys will be hearing about it because I have to get a shot a week for 26 weeks. So that's not going to be fun. I get, then I got to get a shot every single month for three to five years. Not fun. And then also while doing this, I have to continue on a daily basis doing my nasal pumps and taking Zyrtec. So there's a lot Are going on here. <laughs> the nasal pumps and Zyrtec, like for the foreseeable future? You do it the entire time you're getting your immunity shots. And then once you're done getting the shots you can stop doing all that. Oh, okay. So you knew you were allergic to dogs, but you got the hairiest dog. Right. So I knew I was allergic, <laughs> but I didn't know to the extent of how severe it was. Like I knew, mm. like I would get itchy, watery eyes, but that was only in the presence of like Leah's dogs for like six hours. I wasn't actively around them 24 seven. And this is all mm-hmm. like before I had Harley. Like I never really interacted with dogs, like in this element, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. And then I got Harley and then, um, I realized, wow, I'm like really allergic to dogs. So here we are. <laughs> Achoo. Achoo. Also, not only did I learn of all of these allergens I have, but also something is I have a polyp in the back of my nasal cavity, um, which I've only heard of polyps in colons. So Be- what is a polyp? I honestly, I don't even know. And he said he doesn't even really know how they form. <laughs> And I was like, aren't you a doctor? (laughs) What he kind of mentioned was it was just kind of like a buildup over time of constantly sniffling, of constantly being congested. You start developing these little polyps in your nose, which he didn't even say they could be removed. But I've known that's what they check for are polyps in your colon. And you can get those removed. Like, why can't I just get that shit taken out? You know, 
put some tuba yeah, nose like and clean. clip it. Yeah. Right. So he said that uh, that's another hurdle that we have to, or obstacle we have to navigate. And all of the things that I'm doing, the nasal sprays and everything, will help ease it and not let it grow any further. So if I don't do anything about it now, the polyp's only going to grow more and it's going to potentially clog up one of my nostrils. It won't even let me breathe out of my nose anymore. And it'll cause like severe postnatal strips, like 24-7 dripping. So then you'll have to get a nose job. I mean, if that's <laughs> what it's going to come to, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> you got a little petite nose, you're fine. I know, I like my nose, but I mean, I guess if, I mean, plastic surgery is plastic surgery, I'll get it. <laughs> just but, to say i got rhinoplasty <laughs> right but that's my little update i know that was a little bit of a lot to go oh, i mean i thought this was gonna be a little quick little seggy but like <laughs> nope that's my journey that's what i have to say i'll keep you guys updated as more happens and if i'm feeling any better with all these new remedies i have in my life so basically you're shambles shambles you're and, <laughs> and it's really unfair that this is happening to me because this is <laughs> Not something I did to myself. I'm not getting free treatment here. I had to pay a $40 copay just to even go see him to tell me that, oh, you were born with allergies and now you have to pay all this money to get them fixed. Fucked Mm -hmm. up. Well, that's true. I mean, it's not like it's a cosmetic surgery or anything. Like. I think it's fucked up that I even got to pay for this. It wasn't my fault. I texted my mother and I said, this is your fault. And she texts me back. She's like, it always comes back on me. Oh my God. My mother says that all the time. She's like, it's always the mother's fault. (laughs) (laughs) It is. I mean, the nasal sprays are not cheap. The Zyrtex is not cheap. And I'm going to do this every month. Another charge, another fee. Yeah. I know you don't like paying for stuff. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm not cheap. Probably physically hurts. It hurts (laughs) as much as the allergies do to pay for it. And the the doctor's like, you got to keep doing it because if you stop, it's like a tug of war. And if you stop, then the allergens are going to keep tugging away. And then you're going to keep getting further and further from progression. It's a a lot of pressure on you. (laughs) Right. I mean, yeah, it's a commitment. You have to come in. If you don't come in, it's like climbing a ladder. So many analogies at this appointment. (laughs) Can I keep up with them? It's like climbing a ladder. You miss one or two shots. You keep going up the ladder. You miss some shots. You go back down the ladder. We got to start back here. Then you go back up the ladder. Once you get to the top, you're at the top. I'm like, okay. I mean, okay, I got the picture. <laughs> I get it. Just give me the damn shots. All right, enough about me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we love hearing about you, Sean. Um. Oh. Should we just get right into this today? It's Friday. You guys know what to do. Follow us on Instagram. You know the drill. Listen to us on Spotify. Listen to us on the all the other ones. Megan, how about we get into the poor before the four? And the the four this week on this Friday is unlike any other segment we've ever done before. So I'm going to need a stiffy. What's your stiffy tonight? So my stiffy tonight, you know, I got that handle of gin that I've been working on for months mm-hmm. now. And I'm not even halfway done yet. So I got a glass of gin with um, some tonic in it. And that's what I got today. But it's mostly gin. <laughs> <laughs> the good stuff. A heavy right. pour. Yes. So well, me just having a nice glass of moscato oh okay what brand where'd you get it how much was it so it's barefoot it was i bought it at the grocery store for 11.99 oh i mean barefoot's a classic no it's bottom shelf what are you talking about yeah classic <laughs> yeah classic for me honestly the hardest part about consuming barefoot is bending down to get it off the bottom shelf <laughs> <laughs> 
That's so good. <laughs> it's so oh, true. Man. It's always on the bottom shelf. <laughs> well, because it's shit. <laughs> yes. Hey, it tastes good to me, so I don't and, have and a it, refined palate. So. And it does the job, so. Yeah. All right. Well, now that we got our little drinky drinkies, Megan, it's time to shift into gear. Well, so we aren't doing hot toppies, <laughs> but we're here. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> All right. So on this Friday, we have been, I mean, this is a segment in the making. We have been prepping for the segment all season one. We've been hinting it in past episodes, but we are doing a full Florida man segment on this lovely Friday for you all. I mean, this is a this is our tried and true. We love Florida man. Florida man articles, crimes. We love anything about Florida that's going on in the news. So here it is today. We're bringing you four hot Florida man stories. And it's, I call it Florida man Friday. <gasps> yes. I love that. Ooh. I opened up the Google document and Megan said, Florida Man Friday, question mark. And I said, fuck yeah, Florida Man Friday. <laughs> <laughs> so Megan, you want to get right into it? Let's get right into it. Yeah, because the fun thing about Florida Man stories is that, yes, they're crimes, but they're fun. Like we don't have to talk about kids dying or people being brutalized. Like, right. it's just fun. Well, in mine, someone died. So I might bring down the energy a little bit. But it's a Florida Man <laughs> It's a Florida man story, so it's accepted. So these are just little, like, quick snippets to get you into your Friday fun mood. Mm-hmm. So this is about a DeSoto County, Florida man. Ooh. And his name is Joshua Shane Kreider. So this is a man that's on parole. He's had some other crimes that he has done. That's fine. He's from Florida. It's ex- to be expected. <laughs> and... So the sheriff's office received a call about a person that was driving past someone's house over and over again in a red van. And so the person approaches the caller and asks if they have a power outlet to charge his ankle monitor. (laughs) Because he is on parole. You know, he doesn't want to fall behind. He wants to make sure they know that he's following the law. He doesn't want to get caught, you know, violating his parole. And so the person was like, scared and turned off by the ankle monitor they don't know you know he's already committed crimes what's he gonna do he's you know behaving strangely kind of like you know shuffling all this stuff luckily they had already called before he got out of the car and approached him so then detective pacio perhaps patchy pacio p-a-c-h-e-c-o pacio he approached him and it turned out that the van had been stolen so violating parole Mm, and uh, the guy had had his hand in his pocket and (laughs) um as they're talking and the detective notes that he hears like these weird clicking noises so he's like uh please show me what's in your pocket sir and he refuses so pacchio detective pacchio you know put handcuffs on him, took him down, and he found a box cutter with the blade out. So he was, like, clicking it, being like, I'm going to get you. He was on house arrest, hence the ankle monitor. So he was arrested for violating parole, stealing, and violating parole again by having a weapon on him, the box cutter. And, Uh. you know, what a strange way to try to follow the law. (laughs) Right? Did they not realize? Did he not realize that they were going to be alerted that he was no longer in his home by the ankle monitor? Yeah. He was thinking, "I'll get away with it as long as his ankle monitor is all charged up like an iPhone." <laughs> well, this reminds me of that funny tax law that requires individuals to report stolen goods and the sale of like illegal 
items and it's, it's like, like who, who would do that who's gonna do that but like that's an actual tax law so that's just like one of those me. One of those things that, like, people, I'm already committing a crime. I'm not going to do that. But he was like, no, I'm going to commit crimes, but, you know, I, I don't want to violate my parole. <laughs> right. I mean, but he had a stolen car, so. Yeah. And was out of his house and carrying a weapon and <laughs> um, kind of inadvertently threatening an officer with the clicking, kind of. Uh, okay. Is that all you have for that story? Yes. Well, I mean, that's a classic one, Megan. He's just trying to try- do the right thing. Yeah, he was trying to be a good citizen and fo- <laughs> What a stoopy stupid. All right, so moving on into I actually have a Florida woman story. And this one's this one's really hard to follow that I barely even understand what's going on here, but <laughs> it involves a death, a murder, a hire for murder plot. It's got a lot going on, and it's in Florida and it's a Florida woman case. So are you going love. to break it down for us here on Crime on Tap? Let me just break it down for you guys. So the article headlines, I have to read the headline because it's so good. Florida woman used PPP loan to hire a hitman to kill a young mother in front of her daughter, police say. <laughs> I mean, I could, not, I could not not click on that article. That is a lot in one sentence. I definitely need a breakdown. Right. All right. So we begin the journey with a woman by the name of Jasmine Martinez. Um, no, Martinez. No, Martinez. Let's go with Martinez at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's currently being held on charges along with two others for the murder of Lashante Jones and the attempted murder of her three-year-old daughter. Thankfully, the three-year-old daughter was only injured. Unfortunately, the mother, mother did pass away. Damn. So, as like I read in the headline, a Florida mother used her PP loan, PPP loan to hire somebody to kill this woman named Lashante. So, Jasmine Martinez is a hair salon order, a beauty salon owner. Mm-hmm. Does that trigger you, Megan? Yes. <laughs> and it, it said that she was given a $15,000 loan during the pandemic for struggling businesses. She received the 15k PPP loan in which it is said that she used this loan to hire somebody to kill this woman Lashante Jones. In the reports, there's other people that you got to know. A man by the name of Nelson who was Jasmine's boyfriend at the time. There's a man by the name of Robinson and also they have first names but I didn't write them down. You're only getting last names because the last names sound like first names. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> so Nelson is Jasmine's former boyfriend. Robinson is her current boyfriend. And Carter is the hitman, the murderer. Um, so now that I've broken down all the names, let's get into it. So days before the shooting, it is seen that Martinez, Jasmine, had took out $10,000 from a federal paycheck protection program, which was the loan that she received. So... All of a sudden, you know, days before the shooting, she's withdrawing the ten grand for personal use, basically. The warrant that's currently out for her that she's being held on is said that the money that was taken out was used to pay Carter for the crime. And it's also, they don't know if it's clear if she even owns the salon. Now, at the time of this pandemic, everybody was just like requesting funds, like money, 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 like help me, help me, like I can't survive, I need help, I need help. So like they don't even know if she owns the salon. She could just be a random person working there that was like, mm-hmm. I need money, here's all my business details, give me the money. I should have done that. Right? I mean, I'm sure <laughs> there's many people that took advantage of the system at that time because there was such an influx of need for help. So they don't even know if she owns the business, which going through this, I was shocked that she was even given a loan. I'm shocked she was even a business owner. You know, she's hiring people to kill people. It don't seem like she has the wits to run a business. Well, and also a child. Who 
kills right. a child. Right. It was definitely in the plan to kill the child too. So Jasmine had some prior altercations with the victim, Lashante Jones, who was in 2018, there was an apparent physical altercation that Jasmine had with Lashante. Not only was there a physical altercation between the two, there was also reports from Lashante saying that she was also harassed and held at gunpoint and robbed by two different men. Um, now, one of the men was claimed to be uh, Lashante or was Jasmine's ex, Nelson, at the time. Now, from my understanding, and records are showing, where we are, where we were before the death of Lashante was that she was going to speak out about the allegations that she was making that Nelson attacked her, held her at gunpoint, and in order to keep her quiet, she was being bribed with money and other things to not speak about what happened to her because it is said that Jasmine's main priority was to make sure that Nelson was able to stay home with their kid and she didn't want Lashante ratting out Nelson so he would go in jail and then she'd have to take care of her kid by herself. <laughs> so so she was with Nelson at this time. So who's this yes. Robinson character? When's he coming in? Well, I'm glad I'm, that's where I'm going to next. Oh, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> right? So now we get into her new boyfriend, Robinson, because Nelson did go to jail. But he went to jail on different charges. He went to jail on charges regarding robbery. So well, that's not Lashante's problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he went to he went to jail on different charges. But now we have Mr. Robinson involved. So now Mr. Robinson is Jasmine's current boyfriend, and at this time, Jasmine and Lashante were still having beef, and things were not getting any better. And it's apparent and there's phone records of Jasmine communicating with Robinson saying, it is time, it's time to kill her. How can we get this done? Where we get Carter involved is Robinson then reached out to Mr. Carter. I guess he was his, you know, on speed dial, his hitman. <laughs> I know a guy. <laughs> he knows a guy. And he spoke to his guy. His guy's name was Carter. And he spoke to him on how much it would cost to get the job done. And apparently it was $10,000. <laughs> Which is crazy. It took $10,000 to kill somebody and a child. But that's what we've come to these days. So well, Also, Carter agreeing to kill a child. What the fuck? Right. <laughs> now, now we get to the murder, which is unfortunate. So Carter was seen on surveillance to CCTV. There's footage showing up and doing surveillance at Lashante's home or apartment. He did surveillance for a couple days. And then in April, he uh, pulled up to the apartment, waited for them to walk back to their apartment and gunned down Miss Lashante to death, killed her, and then also shot and injured her three-year-old daughter where she was airlifted to a hospital, but ultimately survived but um all three were charged with first degree murder that's jasmine carter and robinson and that's where we're at now they're being held on those charges and hopefully there will be some justice for lashante jones i feel like lashante she did not do any the guy didn't even go to jail because of her jasmine just had it out for her or something right there has to be more to the story girl drama there must have been like, more talking shit about her on facebook yeah or she like slid into her man's dms like we don't mm -hmm. know what the story the full story is but we will be sure to keep you guys updated and this is to tell you guys don't be using your your ppp loans to hire people <laughs> to kill others or you could just not kill people right no matter the mode of <laughs> currency you use <laughs> That's my Florida woman story. And I thought it was a good one. I, that definitely is like a crazy, like bad lifetime movie. I feel like, like the I twists mean, and turns. 
I hope you guys kept up with that one because I was reading the article and it was like throwing me for a loop. I tried to keep the names straight. By keeping the names consistent in my story, it helped made it easier to understand. I feel like I got it. <laughs> I'm just thankful that I could pronounce the names. And I think that helped me. <laughs> well, these are Florida people. I feel like they're not as right <laughs> they, they have dumb names that we can read yeah all right megan shift it to the third what you got so this is just a funny goofy story oh a little um, jokey jokey a little jokey we're having a haha tonight ladies <laughs> so the headline reads florida man claims he's mcjagger picks a fight at a restaurant I mean, um, of all people, Mick Jagger. Well, so a picture is included, and he just kind of like a really sad and poor, er, but yes, a Mick Jagger. He does kind of, and you can tell that his hair is very dyed too, yeah. so that's funny. Like he's got some like Rogaine, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this took place in Naples, Florida. Um, oh, with... isn't Naples like nice? I thought. Yeah, it's like where all the wine is, right? No, that's Napa. Oh. Oh, I think that's where old people go to retire, but the rich old people. Oh. I think. The snowbirds who can afford two homes? Yes, that, they go to <laughs> Naples, and then the poor people go to Sarasota. Oh, the Amish? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about Sarasota, sorry. <laughs> I threw that under the bus. Sarasota has a big Amish community. So yeah, I, so they probably don't have a hot pop in vacation spots there. <laughs> All but, right, back um, to Mr. Jagger. <laughs> yeah, so Mr. Jagger, who um, goes by Eugene Bingham <laughs> in, in when he's in Florida, was picking fights at the Ocean Prime restaurant. And at one point, a person at the restaurant got the attention of a police officer that was walking by and said, there's this guy here who's coming up and just like harassing people and claiming he's McJagger. And so the guy was like, what? So the officer takes Bingham and they leave the restaurant and just go to a nearby park to just get away from all the people. Mm. Um, and apparently he was just going up to diners, just kind of irritating them, being like, I'm McJagger. I could do whatever the fuck I want. And, what, you know, just accosting people, not really anything, not anything really just being a, an ass. Right. And so him and the officer are in this park and he says, don't fuck with me. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm fucking McJagger. <laughs> and so shortly after that, they, um, they just, they arrest him, put him in the car. And then he puked in the back seat because he was drunk and being disruptive. And it turns out as they were walking back to the the car with him handcuffed the manager of another restaurant comes out and says thank you so much for arresting him we kicked him out three times tonight for being disruptive and drunk wow so and this was at yabba's so yabba's so he was just hitting restaurants just accosting people I mean, uh, he was belligerent belligerent pretty much i mean he was puking in the back of the car oh. he had as he was yelling at the officer, he charged the officer as well. Oh, um, did he have a box he, cutter like your first story? No, he did not have a box cutter. <laughs> he, he was just drunk and kind of tossing his body around, I think. Yeah. It was more about what it was. So he was charged with disorderly conduct and battery on a law enforcement officer. Ooh. So, but he's McJagger. He could do whatever he wants. I don't know why they arrested him. Well, now I'm trying to think of like if that was me, who would I claim to be? And yeah, because I mean, he does. Anybody. He does kind of look like a McJagger. Maybe he like gets it a lot. So he's like, maybe I'll just try to use this. Mm-hmm. I believe uh, my doppelganger is the child from Stuart Little. <laughs> <laughs> but as the child? The child, yeah. I forgot his name. 
Oh, I don't know that kid's name either. But he's got the, like that spiky hair. He's got those brown goggles, and I feel like that's me. Let me see. Like hit the actor as an adult, or literally that child in that. <laughs> literally the child. Oh my god! Did you know that was written by M Night Shyamalan? I've heard of him. Who's that? Oh, he does all of those twist movies where it's the big twist at the end. Remember that movie, The Visit, that we saw? Yes. Okay, so his name is Jonathan Lipnicki. Lipnicki. Yeah, I think that's how you pronounce it. Lick my nippy. <laughs> the perfect stage name. <laughs> my name's Sean Lip my nippy. <laughs> All right, you ready for my fourth? Yes, let's let's put this car into fourth gear. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna put my my van in fourth gear. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, Megan, this one's good. Remember on Monday how I was saying, you know, keeping with the foot trend. Oh um, yes. On Chroma Tab, we love feet. No, we don't. Do not even say that. We do not love feet here on Chrono Tap. We are disgusted by feet here on Chrono Tap. But I feel this story is just a classic Florida man story. This is like, when you read a headline, you know it's in Florida. So I'm guessing alligators and bath salts are involved somehow. Close. Florida man arrested for allegedly trading vape pens to smell minors' feet. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> That was not where I saw that going. You're you're close. And I mean, I love Florida stories because the names are so easy. We have a man by the name of Brandon White. You can't make it easier than Brandon White. We appreciate you so much, Brandon. This man was 22 years old and he was arrested in Pinellas County, Florida. Oh man, we're so close to having a clean run. (laughs) I know. All right, so Brandon White, 22 years old, was arrested in Pinellas County, Florida, on multiple counts of lewd and less vicious, less vicious, lascivious, on multiple counts of lewd and lascivious. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Okay. On multiple counts of lewd and lascivious acts with minors under the age of 16. Yuck. He offered the victims vape devices in exchange for sex as well as the foot sniffs, the county police have said. <laughs> I like how the, in the header they're like, ah, oh, sex, uh, who cares? But the foot sniffs, we are right. that in the header. <laughs> yes. Records are showing that in April of 2021 was his first offense. And he would use Snapchat and Instagram social media to contact and discuss the details of their meetings with the minors. Now, Brennan, he has admitted guilt and he's being held on seven counts of, again, lewd and lascivious molestation. He is also being held on lewd and lascivious. Las- La- Can you say it again? Lewd and lascivious? He's also being held on counts of lewd and lascivious battery, mm-hmm. lewd and lascivious conduct, <laughs> and Two counts of unlawful use of a two-way communication device. Megan, I have never heard of that before. No, but I think that's a great way to get those predators that are messaging kids, but they're like, oh, we didn't exchange anything. We only did the, you know, like the drink right. bells of the world. Like, I think that's a great, that's yes. a great thing to charge him with. I read that and I was like, I was shocked. Unlawful use of a two-way communication device. I mean, what's the law for how to act accordingly? Don't get minors <laughs> to uh, sniff their feet, I guess. But, like, I'm sure there's something other, like, some other stupid laws in there that's just, like, you can't say the word penis in a text message or it's, like, against the law. You know, well, something you say pe- Well, something that you can't do, like, in real life. Like, I, I can say penis and nothing's going to happen to me in the real world. All right. I think I'm just more perplexed by this, <laughs> this <Okay>. charge <laughs> than anything else. <laughs> okay. 
I'm, I'm more perplexed by this. I'm breaking this down. I'm more perplexed by the charge than I am the foot stamps. <laughs> I can tell. We're really, we're really staying on that. <laughs> and Brandon is currently being held in jail on a $200,000 bond. Okay, now I want to bring this to another story that we talked about here on Common Tap was the Waukesha when that man drove over that the bunch of people in the parade. Oh, and yeah. He did like some pretty fucked up shit and he was held on like $200 bond or something this guy is smelling feet and he's held on a two hundred thousand dollar bond well did it say he also had sex with them as well he did but <laughs> we're talking but like, about he, kids here i mean he just didn't he didn't kill anybody you know that's true i mean he didn't kill people he didn't kill people his bond is higher than somebody who like did worse things you know so i feel like how is waukesha more backwoods than florida is what it sounds like that florida has more sophisticated laws <laughs> <laughs> well i think they just i think they see this more often so maybe they're just more used to like the bonds over there you know with lewd and lascivious conduct right yep <laughs> That one, yeah. <laughs> that one, lascivious. Yeah, see, you got it when you weren't trying. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's just when I look at it and I see all those I's and C's and S's, I, I don't know where to put them vocally. That's my yeah. final story. I mean, I think that was a good way to end it. The foot sniffs, bring feet back into crime on tab. We love talking about no. feet. <laughs> nope, I, I don't know who told you that. <laughs> we are anti-feet people here on crime on tab. <laughs> anti-feet. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I agree. I love a good foot rub. I can take the foot rub, but there's got to be some serious cleaning done to that foot before I touch it. Yeah, I'm fine people massaging my feet, but I would never touch another's. And don't touch me with your feet. Like something, like Nick and I will be on opposite sides of the couch and he'll be cute and like rub me with his foot. Like it's his hand. Right. And I said, no, mm, yeah, get off me. Patrick will scrape me with his big toenail and I'm like, <laughs> you need to stop right there. Yeah, mm, I would I draw mean, the line there. Yeah. Immediate turn off. You're not getting any tonight. You touch me with that foot again. <laughs> we're done for the week. A little scrapey with the big toe. You know, like a little scrapey. <laughs> no. I'm like, I, I mean, I, I'm like, you need to cut that nail. It's yes. scraping me. You know, I, I don't like it if it's cut and I don't like it if it's not cut. So you're going to lose either way, but at least cut it. Yeah. I, I hate it less. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Are we done talking about feet? Yes. Can we be? <laughs> okay. All right, you guys, we are so excited that we have brought in the Florida Man Fridays. You'll be seeing a lot more of these in the near future. I think they are so lively, so fun, so jokey-jokey. Honestly, we just love to talk about Florida stories, so they come natural to us. So thank you guys for joining us. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Crime on Tap Pod. Listen to us on Spotify, Podbean, Apple, the other ones. Let's see, only Breaker, Breaker. Breaker, Breaker. Zap, Zapoid. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> and leave five-star reviews. That's all we got for Friday. Yeah. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Have a great rest of your day. We hope we have made it for you with these crazy Florida Man stories. We hope you're not smelling any feet, doing bath salt, or heroin. <laughs> or anything that's going to make you be on an episode of Crime on Tap. We'll see you guys next time where, where crime, crime is always, always on, on tap. tap. <laughs> 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 <laughs>